Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's up, up, up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. I'm Naomi. I'm Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. Andrew? Yes, my dear. Yes, my love. You're looking real good today. Oh, thanks. And I thought I would say that to you on mic, because I think it means even more thanks. than if I just said it to you privately. Yeah, well, I mean, do we want to say what we did today on mic? Sure. We went and we, we you know, we've never owned property before. <laughs> I doubt we can afford to own property now. Correct, correct. But we did. A friend was selling their house. So we thought, why don't we go look, see what there is. And you know what? It's true. We cannot afford afford even a modest home in Los Angeles. But you know what? It was nice to look. It was a little day trip, if you will. You know, a five minute south of where we live. That's what I call a day trip. Yeah. So, you know, I got dressed up, Naomi. I put on a button up shirt. You did put on a button up shirt. Because I wanted, you did. I wanted them to take me seriously. Yeah, want to show up in a pavement T-shirt. <laughs> we really like... did try to command respect. We also did show up with Mabel, who you know is very good uh-huh. in wealthy scenarios yeah. and settings. And so I think if anything, Mabel is our way in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So woke up, 
showered, put on a nice shirt, looked at the Los Angeles crime map to see if <laughs> it was a safe neighborhood. You got to check that crime map, babies. Yeah. Hey, if we're going to pretend we can actually afford to own property in an area, we should at least see what the crime is like. <laughs> hey, crime stoppers. So, Andy, I just wanted to say something really quickly before we get into our banger of an episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with a bottle of Crystal Geyser Natural Alpine Spring Water. Mm-hmm. And something's always really tickled my brain. That Crystal Geyser is a great name for a porn star? No, that is not what I thought. And now that is the only thing I'm thinking. Um, the fact is, uh, at the below the you know name of the water, uh-huh. there's in <laughs> tiny little font, it says, by C.G. Roxane. And so... By C.G. Roxane, you know, is C.G. Roxane a person? Uh-huh. That sounds like the name of a, it's not like the name of an author, uh-huh. you know, perhaps someone who writes romance novels, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, um, you know, like Twisted Temptations uh-huh. by C.G. Roxane. Uh-huh. But then Crystal also, Geyser by C.G. Roxane. Exactly. And of course, we can probably assume the C.G. stands for Crystal Geyser, right? So it's by Crystal Geyser Roxane. You see what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. And then it's also like, okay, is C.G. Roxane a person putting their name on this a la like Lee Daniels the butler? Mm -hmm. C.G. Roxane's Crystal Geyser. You know what I mean? Do you have an answer? C.G. Roxane is a turf, just like J.K. Rowling. (laughs) J.K. Rowling and C.G. Roxane. They're friends. (laughs) Notable turf friends. (laughs) Oh, good God. How quickly we went off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, because like for some reason, and I'm going to exclude J.K. Simmons from this. Yes. But you got two initials in your first name. You're a piece of shit turf. I'm saying it right now. Wow, Andrew. J.K. Rowling. You're just like J.K. Rowling. Wow, Andy, did you show the letters we're going to get? <laughs> we're finally building up listeners, and you want to come out with these kind of takes? Who else? Who else has initials for their first name? Two initials? Yeah. And I, again, I remember I excluded J.K. Simmons. Right. All that's coming into my mind is W.E.B. Dubois. But three. that's three. That's three. You got okay. three, you're good. You got one, you're great. Okay, okay. But there are definitely more. <laughs> DJ Tanner. From, fictional. Um, fictional. You know what? I'm going to exclude could be a fictional, fictional. turf. I'm going to, I'm going to, ex- from this, <laughs> I'm going to just say, I'm going to just say that I'm excluding fictional characters from this. Unless they, unless they reveal themselves to be pieces of shit. Right. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I don't think it's that much of a hot take to call J.K. Rowling. A no, piece not of her, shit. but you're saying anyone with two initials. <laughs> it's that's the hot well, take. Well, that seems that seems just like a extension of of what, what I'm saying. It's that seems like a normal take. Uh, seems like a take that a normal human being would, would yeah, say. Yeah, like a casual, cool, normal human. Now, before uh, you tell us who today's brilliant guest is, I want to play a comment about last week's episode. If you remember. Georgia Hartstock. We took a mm-hmm. question from voicemail uh, from a woman who identified herself as a quote unquote mature lady. Yep. yep. Becky, right? Yep. If you remember her. Yep, I do. She's had uh, two divorces and mm-hmm. does not want to have she just wants another, to hang out. another yeah. uh, sexual liaison. Yes. She just wants to have a friend yeah, I to know. see movies with. Yeah, she just wants a friend. <laughs> so Becky is all of us. I have a feeling we're going to have to start f- trying to. I'm going to play this comment, but then. Afterwards, I have a feeling we're going to have to start trying to figure out the boundaries between sex negative, asexual, mm-hmm. and non-sexual. Uh-huh. 
You're right. You're right. They're, they're very, they're porous boundaries. Yeah. But yeah. here, let me play this for you. Hi, guys. Um, I am going to remain anonymous, but I am calling about our favorite mature lady, Becky, and um, her being, what do we say, club sex negative. I guess I am I am in that club, too, but involuntarily. Um, I am not a mature lady. I am in my 30s for two more weeks. And um, in my mid-30s, um, inexplicably, I went through early menopause. At the same time, my husband, um, I <laughs> was unaware for a while that he had um, erectile issues and had been taking medication for it. But after my menopause, he finally let me in on this medicine that he was on, and he can't take it anymore. He actually, around the same time, had a doctor tell him he cannot take it anymore because of his heart. Um, and so here we are. <laughs> He's early 40s. I'm late 30s, almost 40, and it's painful for me and uh, dangerous for him. And uh, we have learned very quickly that sex is not everything in relationships. And when talking to friends, I only very recently told my best friend this, and that we had not, we haven't had sex for two years, and we are still very much in love and do fun things and. Um, it's not at all what I thought marriage would look like when I was younger. Um, but by some miracle, there is somebody for everybody. And we ended up in the same house and <laughs> madly in love. And, you know, I, you kind of think this will happen someday, you know, when you are mature, as Becky said. Um, so maybe, you know, you think 70s, this will happen. But, I think it's actually a lot more frequent. Frequent, In fact, my best friend, when I told her this, um, she said the same thing was going on with her husband. It's, you know, less and less, and it's fine with her because they have two little kids and she doesn't want to anyway. And what I'm saying is I think, Becky, it's way more normal than you think. I think a lot of the old guys take the pills because they think that they have to keep up with us in some way, and maybe you'll let somebody off the hook by saying, no, please don't. Um, I don't know. Uh, anything about dating apps, I'm with Jubu, like do the activities thing to meet somebody. Um, but I think, like they said, just be honest up front about it, and it will probably be a relief to somebody and not a bad thing. So go, Becky. Go get them. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Well, first off, to our anonymous caller, thank you so much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope, and your situation, because that's a lot. And it is, as you said, you know, you're like, it's not what I thought it would look like, and it obviously took you a long time to even share with your bestie. So the fact that you're sharing with us, yeah, we are honored. We are honored. We we appreciate you and love you to death. And also, I'm so happy that you and your husband are happy. And yes, you're telling Becky that this can be done, and that, in fact, there are probably s- several folks out there who are like oh thank god (laughs) so i think that's very nice so thank you so much for sharing that and also i just love becky go get (laughs) them go get them becky that's gonna be like maybe we should make that a t-shirt go get them becky for whatever it is i wonder if it's a relief honestly i when i was younger my friend and i were talking we're like our libido is gonna be like this forever and now we're in middle age and they're still the same. And I'm just like, at what point? At what point does it stop bugging you? I'm not having kids body. So chromosomes fucking get over it. Right, right. Stop right. injecting whatever horny whatever horny gels you're injecting into my Ew. 
know. My veins. I really don't like the phrase horny gels. <laughs> horny gels by C.G. Roxane. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Would you read that book? I'd read like the first chapter. I'd so see a, what it was about. It's a sci-fi romance okay. novel. So okay. it's like a, you know, there's some kind of alien with tentacles on the front. Oh, okay. Naturally. Holding naturally. like a, a buxom woman. <laughs> Holding a buxom woman. Yeah. Can we get to our <laughs> guest, please? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jeez, this, was, uh, this was both a great episode and a great guest, a great friend of ours. Who We're is it, Naomi? Strap in for an emotional journey with the one, the only Sabrina Jalise. Hell yes. Sabrina is a writer actor stand-up perhaps you have seen her 15-minute special on netflix perhaps you've heard her voice on the new show human resources on netflix have you seen her saturdays on would i lie to you on the cw because that just dropped chris sabrina's out here doing everything maybe you heard her on a previous episode with jeffrey self well most certainly most certainly quite honestly i'm gonna just stop lollygagging and i'm gonna say roll it Sabrina. 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 <laughs> We've convened this convocation today. Um, you're coming to us fresh from your own personal therapy. Are you like feeling okay? Is it hard to transition? I'm feeling from, like, totally talking? okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling totally. Um, I so. You know, you get, have a therapy session sometimes when you're like, oh, I got to untangle this fucking thing in my life. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you have a therapy session where you're like, girl, what is up with you? Tell me some <laughs> of your problems. You know, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Things are good. Does your therapist um, fall for it? No. She tells me nothing about herself. <laughs> I did accidentally. My, my uh, One of my best friends also has this therapist and I accidentally sent a screen grab of um there's a sneaky way that i can follow something that my therapist does on social media like it's through a back channel i saw a picture of her on social media where she's just beaming she looks so happy and i screen grabbed it and i sent it to my friend and i said happiest therapy happiest therapist ever i can't wait till we can um convince her that we're all healed so we can be friends aka get free therapy (laughs) except dumbass how does this it seems like it only happens in sitcoms no i sent it to my therapist how 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 i don't know i'm literally just like you know i'm like my dad's daughter and he's just you know (laughs) he won't indicate when he turns left sometimes i'm just like doing things with the confidence that my body's doing the right thing but obviously system error and so (laughs) um luckily though that was sent on the same day that I, so Shauna and I have been on this fertility journey. I mean, like, mm-hmm. am I a perfect podcast host or what? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm bringing you. I'm I know. Bringing You're giving you, us all of it. No interruption. I'm talking for 45 minutes. Please <laughs> <laughs> monologue. We love. And I'm giving, and I'm about to give you the juice. My wife, Shauna, and I have been on this fucking nightmare fertility journey my my son Wolfie was born in this incredible way, and so the universe was like, okay, for the second one, let's put them through it. And so we paired up with this idiot clinic in Mexico that pretended to be an IVF clinic, but really it was just a bunch of Amelia Bedelias. Wait, what? Like, Are you talking about pretended to be an IVF? Hey, that's like in uh, in Friday Night Lights when they went down to Mexico because they thought they had a spine surgery type thing. Oh, right, thing right, right. They could make him walk again? For QB1. It's exactly clear heart 
no, good embryos gonna lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like the, this clinic was just terrible. And, um, you know, like over the course of three embryo transfers, it became clear that we were not playing with a great team. Oh, no. Um, and so it was just this painful year of like gearing up to go to Mexico to get our baby and then just disappointments and, and loss. And, um, and so then I was like, I, my idea was that for the second baby, it would be my egg, our donor sperm. Um, and put her in Shauna's body because shortcuts, you know, it's like, this is perfect. And I was, you know, Altman doing, film. I was like doing jokes. <laughs> Your favorite what? Altman film shortcuts. I don't think I didn't know that. I'm going to work that in six times in this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so eventually I was like, okay, this is not working. This is, it's so, it also felt terrible to be like, you know, stabbing Shauna with this progesterone and um and so I was like I'll just put my Mm. pussy where my mouth is and get this done (laughs) and so we for the first time in my life we put some jizz in me and we did it the way we made Wolfie just very DIY you know he comes in a cup we put it in a little syringe um Shauna and I hook up and we put it inside and I got pregnant what congratulations But on the same day that I texted my therapist this mix-up text, I go to the doctor and the doctor is like, you're going to miscarry. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, God. sorry sorry for the journey. That was, no, I, the, oh, no. it was a true roller coaster. It, well, the roller coaster is not done because he tells me I'm going to miscarry. And so I'm just like sad waiting to bleed out this sack. He's Wait, like, it's why not does even- he know that that early? Like, how do you even he- know that early that it's like, you're going to miscarry? great intuition Naomi because oh. two weeks later I'm not bleeding the sack out yeah. I go to the doctor to be like I gotta schedule a surgery or something my like yeah. sad butch body doesn't know about <laughs> what to do with this situation and is like we're still making a baby from this sack <laughs> 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 we got our first load of jizz and we're not letting go <laughs> <laughs> gasps and is like there is a full baby there's a baby in you and it's got a heartbeat and it's already eight months old i don't know what's going on (laughs) it's 19 years old it's got a beard its name is its name is shortcut so so this is like i just started bawling because i'm like well i've been just drinking honey exactly you he his words were like it's time to mourn you know like this is it like go drink margaritas and (gasps) and like plan for the next attempt and then there is this little baby in me and that's that's been two and it's been two and a half weeks and you know i've been going to other doctors i've been to like six doctor's appointments and everyone's like this baby looks great this baby's growing this baby's in you and this baby's coming so oh I'm, my god okay, yeah congratulations I'm now thank now you congratulations. But, but i am about to drink a handle of vodka <laughs> <laughs> but i was chosen to go to the space station and now i have to go with jeff bezos's thing <laughs> um but wait a minute hold on wait there's so much to unpack here can we go back to the the swindly in, infertility clinic no no before yes. that really, okay you really go quickly because so this all happens remember this all started with you accidentally texting your therapist something for a friend is it yes. that your this happened the same day you sent that text and so that well, this the, what, the text? I, what i what all of this to say it's always nice when you fuck something up 
to have a really sad thing happen to you. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't meet that deadline, did I? But I am miscarrying. And so, of course, you must understand. And I think that, you know, the the b- bigger energy of the text, it must have been jarring for her to be like, wow, my client right, has right. found me online. Screen grabbed a photo of me. <laughs> and like the cutting thing was that I, and notice how I finger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just. Your uh, butch body can't help it. It just. Yeah, my butch body couldn't help yeah, but work a very, in a like, sex move. Yeah. Yeah, there's a very. Was, getting the G spot energy to that. I know you can't see it, but you would be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the that twist where I said, for the free therapy, you know, it would have been yeah, fine yeah. to, to, to read this thing that's like, oh, then we could be friends, but then they're like, just to trick her into therapy. I think it just like sealed the deal that we'll never be friends. And <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy for her. You know, she deserves the money. She's an amazing therapist. How did she react? She didn't for a long time. And then she sent a voice note. Cause then, but then after that, I sent a message being like, oh, got to the doctor. I'm gonna need a session having a miscarriage and she sent me a voice note back which i always keep them because i feel like those are free those are like 30 dollars <laughs> worth of voice. <laughs> um and so i it was basically saying like wow what a journey from this text mishap to a miscarriage <laughs> and you know just gave me her wisdoms of mm-hmm. like okay like you know th- these things aren't linear and we'll keep on trying and keep on checking in about how the trying feels but um yeah i like i am pretty these days into talking about miscarriage and into talking about like the the ways in which fertility actually goes when you're like over 30 because it's like Mm -hmm. just truly so wild and there's so many ways to be bamboozled and I mean, now I'm back to this passion about the recipe of just tossing jizz in you. <laughs> Save your money, toss some jizz in you. Well, and I really, think you're like, right. That's the shortcut. It really, that clinic was, they were basically at the cost of people's, you know, dreams and these yeah. things that you're like striving. They really were doing the least, knowing that the more tries we needed, the more money we would be giving them. Which yeah, these places, like you go in and they're like, even the great, great ones here are like, all right, look at these packages. You tell me. So you can do five tries and there'll be 20 grand each. Or you can do one try, it'll be 35, 40 grand each. So how many tries do you oh, think you're going to need? And discount? it's like, they, they the discount than- if you say that you're going to need more tries. And it's like, why don't you give me that discount when I'm sad? Exactly. And I'm exactly. on hormones and I've done this transfer. And you're like, you know what? Don't worry. We're going to discount. We're going to give you another one. And if you yeah. need three, we discount it even more. It's like, yeah. why? make me spend buy a package more banking on the fact that this is not going to work that's horrifying so they're commodifying your dreams of having a child come on now andy you would not believe andy you would not believe the thieves that are out there (laughs) but i would i just didn't know that it was that vicious or that it was that like bold-faced uh you know even just like people that are well-meaning in women's health it's like this doctor that told me that I was miscarrying, it's like, can you be more grounded in your patience? You know, and I like that doctor, but it's like, Mm-mm. I'm not, we are not these averages. We are different people that are growing and doing I things see. at different So he was moments. saying it based on just like, well, given the situ- your age and the situation. And, and he measured me. 
Yeah, he measured me twice, one week apart. Um, and probably the probability was that I was going to based on what he saw, but still it's like, yeah, don't say it, that. tell me don't something, t- you know, it's also like from that good, good. Yeah. or um, wait until yes. like, I would say this, you know, this is such a minor example compared to yours, but like our vet told us that like our cat had liver cancer and then they did some more tests. And they're like, Oh, nope, that's not it. Sorry. <laughs> Don't like, tell I was prepared, me that. I was exactly. prepared for him to die. I yes, was like, it was a dark week for a it whole a dark week, week. I was walking around with tears behind my eyes, taking I was like, pictures of him doing yes, everything, like walking into the kitchen when Naomi was in another room and just crying. And like it, I'm, and then she's like, "Whoopsie!" And I'm like, "You didn't have to say that until we did those other tests." Exactly. We should have. There should be a rule that if you give a person a dark week. You need to like give them a trip to Disneyland or something. You need to like comp yeah. their next year of visits. Like if yep. you do a dark week, then I get to do something sick and twisted to you <laughs> or you give me money because yeah. it's like, then you would be a little more uh, risk averse when you're giving these sort of like really damning prognosis. Yeah. I knew that I was going to say the word prognosis <laughs> and I was like horny for it all along. And as it came out of my mouth, I can't <laughs> not take a moment to be like, who are you? Damning prognosis. A year's- yes. You must be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a year's supply of Skittles. You give me a dark week. I get a year worth of Skittles. Wow. Yeah, You get like a thousand dollar prize. Yes. yes. I would just take the cash because I'm going to have to the- buy some happiness after you ruined me. Yes, take the cash. I th- the thing is like the week between the oh things are not looking good and then things are really over was my dark week. Yeah. And I was actually I on the oh, on the appointment where they're like it's over, I felt free because at least I mm. knew, you know. I kind of think there should be some sort of like other way to handle when a doctor sees something that's not great. Give people more hope because clearly there was hope. And don't yeah. you want don't you want people living in the hope? Isn't that like a healthier place to be like trying to make a baby right. or trying to make your cat healthy? It's like, sure, it could be this, but like there's also many times that I've scanned cats and said they had cancer liver and guess what? They didn't. You know, it's like give a little bit of that instead of the other. But I guess, yeah. I don't know, probably in doctor school, they tell them like make people feel like shit so that when you give them good, it's lifting, uplifting. <laughs> that doesn't sound like, that doesn't sound like the Hippocratic oath to me. I think that like, it's just, it, until you have the empirical data to back up your position, don't say shit. But see, I'm, doctors believe they do have the empirical data from like the hundreds of patients. But my point is, you don't know till you know. And so yeah. for for this doctor to say this, you know, it doesn't do you any favors f- for you to because like, honestly, you know, I'm very litigious. So, of course, I'm like, you must have to you must sue this person <laughs> because this person told you. Wait, you were how many lose. times have you sued someone? I haven't, but Zero. I really want to. Zero. But I want to. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm always like, this is ground. This is ground. Grounds for suing. You have a litigious instinct. Yes, I I, like want to. You are not litigious in practice. No, I don't have the ability to like go forward. But think about that. Is like the most terrifying person in America, and someone with litigious aspirations just walking around trying to slip on things. Oh yeah, Naomi has a purse full of banana peels that she just drops (laughs) at places. Oh whoopsie, look at me. No, I. (laughs) don't want to just sue what i want is there to be some sort of retribution for doing your job wrong that's what it is because to me it's like he's he told you you were gonna miscarry 
So now you out here having a margarita his ass told you to have. Yeah. And he's like, bitch, I got a damn baby in here. Why are you telling me? To drink? Yes. <laughs> like he should be in trouble. But it is it, the, the com- comforting thing is if you tell any straight woman the situation who's had a baby, they're like, "Oh, honey, the bend yeah, that yeah. I went on when yeah. I was three months pregnant and didn't realize." Like that's to me that part is soothing, and yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. it's all totally. now that things are good, you know, it's now like I went to another set of doctors, and these were these women that did an ultrasound and then they measured this was like right after he said there's a heartbeat i went and i was like okay well prove it someone else were you like i i'm done with you did you say i'm done with you or are you like gonna continue no i was like both happy and shocked and couldn't believe what was happening and um did you ask him what his fucking deal was (laughs) he said in 30 years he hadn't seen it so he actually like he actually like pulled me aside and was like sabrina just tell me the truth like if there is a way that a little bit of semen got in you and I won't tell Shauna, like, if there's a way that you, after the dates that you told me, got some semen in your vagina. And I'm like, I'm like a gold star lesbian had jizz in me once. <laughs> like, the idea that I would, like, put a little jizz in me and then be like, ooh, hungry for more, need a little snack. Like, <laughs> testing, positive, yeah. like, positive pregnancy, but still, like, couldn't hurt to put a little more dollop in, <laughs> fill up the tank. Yeah. Did you accidentally burst through the wall of a sperm bank like the Hulk? Exactly. And then some flew in. <laughs> some flew. Exactly how it flew. Wow. Okay, so uh, the doctor really was like, what? Frozen. That's amazing. I think he was like, I think he was like, are you secretly kind of straight vibe? Like, are you like going to get a little yeah. from your secret man? Right. <laughs> that like Shauna's sleeping and I'm like, Julio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So then, but then these women that were, that I went to that were not the first doctor, they were like, Ooh, you know, we're looking at it and the yolk sac is like a little big and the gestational sac, oh, it's a little small. And I'm like, just stop. Don't tell me all this shit yeah. because it is, it's still within the range. So don't yeah. tell me the stuff that's like, Ooh, you know, you could lose it all. It's like, I know I could lose it all. Right. right. I certainly know that. I've already been told that I did. So now let's just be like, whoa, it's resurrected. <laughs> and like, let's see what next week holds. Let's, yeah. let's really be hopeful. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of sacks. Yeah, sad sack. So much yolk sacks. So much sack. (laughs) By the way, good name for title of a special, Sabrina. Sad sacks and yolk sacks. Sad sacks and yolk sacks. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Will you write the Will you write the special as well? (laughs) No, 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 no. We just give titles. No, no, we're just okay. We only provide titles. You have to come up with the material yourself. (sighs) So Um, what's up with you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, um, Prembly does not have liver cancer. Um, amazing honestly for that so of course so much to unpack here um now were you going to okay so you are like my therapist in that you will not speak about yourself (laughs) (laughs) well i just feel like you know it's like if you listen to this podcast you know one of the animals got some problem i'm always tired and don't sleep and (laughs) i'm burning the candle at every end it's like i'm throwing the candle in the fire basically exactly how i'm living my life at the moment exactly it's like you're just working constantly andy yeah constantly constantly like are you do you like to work is that your comfort zone yes uh some when it used to be and then naomi (laughs) was like in one of our couples therapy sessions she's like i think you're a workaholic and i'm like it might be and so i've been trying to be less of one and so like spend like our evenings together 
but there's just a lot of stuff to do. So wouldn't it be so nice if you could just like if I could ab- adopt some of that for like a couple days, get all my shit done, and just g- and give you like my desire to lounge to chill. Well, to, like, I've been trying to give him my desire to lounge to chill. This one, like Andy, he's very um organized and regimented, you know. So like he will like for instance, last night he made dinner. We sat and watched Yellow Jackets. After episode one of Yellow Jackets, he went right back into that kitchen and washed all of the dishes from dinner. And then oh, worked, amazing! <laughs> and then worked on a deck. Is that what I was doing last night for a thing we're going to pitch? And then put, put up, up a, a an episode of the Patreon. Couples Therapy on the Patreon, and then walk the dog. <laughs> And then and that, that brings us to midnight. And then you know I, what I mean, and then I got to relax and read a comic book. But like he doesn't. Whereas like you know me, honey. First of all, I'm ordering the food, so not even spending the time cooking it. And then I, yeah. whatever dishes are in the sink, they can wait till the next day. Nothing gonna happen to them dishes if they just wait. No, yeah, and yeah. Like, whereas like he needs to have that kind of done and I clean did not slate. like the clutter there. I exactly. did not like the. I, I did not like it piled up. So this thing. is this is a combo that works. I mean, like I get no, but I, I mean, like I'm married too. I get it. It's like so. Shauna is the one that is like OCD and gonna want to clean everything, but then there's like a little bit of a resentment. But then it's like, but I do the other things. So, you know. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I think you nailed it exactly. I think you nailed it exactly. Yeah. Also, he's so particular about stuff. Like when I'm when I have an impulse to do something, then it's like, well, I didn't do it the right way. And so I'm like, I don't want to do this oh shit anyway. Oh my god! If so my, my sit my ass right down. Dishwasher gets reorganized, just like it's just like <laughs> what? What am I? Then why am I doing it? It's like just yeah. let. This is my message to people that are that can do things better than I can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I guess my main message to doctors, wives, <laughs> partners is just like. No notes, please. Networks, just like leave the notes behind. Let's make love. Like no matter how I put those dishes in the dishwasher, if some are hanky janky, if they're like weird sort of British teeth in there, they're gonna get washed. They're yes. gonna get. They're yes. gonna get washed, and and yes. and literally they don't live there. If I get it, if that was like the way we were displaying our dishes, but they're just getting washed in there. I know. I know. I agree. I also, I, it's funny though, because I understand what you're saying about no notes. And yet it's really hard for me to not give Andy notes. Hmm. And it's Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) not about, but like only in one particular, I've been, I've let go of everything else, but it's just in like businessy that like Uh industry stuff where I'm like, I believe you should behave in this manner. Uh And like, because I just, I'm, I'm better at the razzle dazzle, Sabrina. Which is great when you work together. It's probably the most comfortable when you're working together and he knows that there's going to be notes after everything he says. It's probably (laughs) the way things could flow the easiest for him. But I am you and I'm the person that's like, I'm business. I get it. I'm a hustler and I do it. And so Shauna, this is the way to do it. And it's just like, I've learned now. I mean, just the other day, um, she was talking about a business idea and I was like, yeah, I mean, like, you'll never make money from it, but that's something that you could do for fun. And she's like, what, why would you say that to me? And I'm like, because it's just not like, you, these are the things that you do that make money. And these are the things that, I mean, this thing that you're saying that you're excited about is just not going to go anywhere. Oh my God. That's about, a, that's like a small gestational sack. 
It is. I, I gave her a small gestational sack, and it totally is just my parents in my brain and, yeah. like, a compulsion to, you know, it was my honest opinion, but obviously not the one. And I did a good therapy thing where I was like, I – and I didn't say it in that way, but I yeah. said it as much mm-hmm. as. And I was like, okay, I can hear and I can feel the way that that was received and what I yeah. said. And I just want to say, like, I want you to do whatever makes you happy – and I can find a better way to say what I was trying to say. And I don't need mm-hmm. to say all of that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a winning moment. That's good. You stay teachable. You know, you guys are learning. Now, was Shauna able to let it go? You know, like once you yes. apologize, it was over. Yes, because it was heartbeat week and not miscarriage week. I mean, that's like the other thing is like it's always easy to be like uh, Brene Brown when you're in the heartbeat when you're in the heartbeat week, but when you're waiting to see if the cat has cancer, it's a little bit like, well, well, you should have fucking tried harder then. <laughs> it's like I always related to like your relationship with your um, reps when you're making money. It's like the chatter is just like, woo, yes. It's like when like when the money's coming in, it's like, hey, baby. Um, and when it's more of a phone call of like, are we going to, do you think we're going to see any opportunities coming up? It's all like, I don't know. Why don't you try harder? <laughs> oh, God. Too real. Too real. You- hey, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, no. I was like. I was just going to say, you have nine more months of Heartbeat Weeks ahead of you. Hell no. I fast-tracked. I did a little shortcut to seven more months, babe, because I literally thought all was lost and thought we were going to have to, like, keep on heading to Mexico and and asking my our poor donor, who now has his own family. Oh, my God. The surf Um, instructor has his own family now? He's got his own family, a sweet (laughs) wife. They've got a little kid. And it's like, I just would love to just go visit and not be like, now take your dick out, please. I'd like some more. It's like, can we just have this? Can we just have this like sweet new, like modern family relationship without me begging for your jizz? Um, I would love to achieve that part of our family. So anyways, um, and I'm not saying as I'm saying this, I am aware. I know I'm nine weeks in. Anything could happen. But you know what? Also, Fuck anything could happen right now. I want to live in good things happen. Yes, sure. Yes. Um, and I'll absolutely. crash down, of course. I just think that <laughs> one just like aside is that I think that people don't talk about this part of the process. And so when you are in this part of the process and something bad happens, you feel like you are very alone and like something is wrong with you. And this is part of the process. It's not just like, I think this idea of waiting and people, I get it. If you don't want to field questions about the tragedy of it or have those conversations, if you're very introverted about that kind of thing, I understand it. But also I think it is helpful for people to be open about where they're at in the process and how there are these weird twists and turns and how you're talked to so that it feels less lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, But Yes. What was I saying about not wanting to go? Wait, what was the original question? (laughs) I have a hard time holding on to thread and walking far away. (laughs) Yeah, this is very like uh, we're in the uh, the labyrinth with the Minotaur. And there's a we're trying to hold on to the thread. Yeah, if but I okay, had I like the journey. I think there are a couple things I want to like kind of circle back on. Um, one, Sabrina, you seem to be a universally beloved cool kid. Okay, and I wondered if that's how you have always been. Um, obviously, you know, 
you're out here growing up biracial in Canada. You're out here growing up a uh, young lesbian in Canada. But at the same time, weren't you like kind of started out like as a teenager in terms of acting and comedy and stuff? Yeah, I started when I was 60. And I feel right. like I feel there's I mean, probably all of us feel like there's two people on our in our bodies. There's one like universally cool kid, very <laughs> fuckable. And then there's one that's like. <laughs> I can't believe people are talking to me. <laughs> you know, so hold like, on, no, hold on. No, there's not two of these. There is the, I can't believe anyone's talking to me in my body. And that's that. Yes. But also, and you, I was like, I can't imagine you and your body are like, I can't believe anyone's talking to me. I don't think you had that tiny little cricket. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. The other day I went to go get a haircut and I felt like very, I can't believe nobody's talking to me because I also had a top bun and I like undid it. And it was just like truly felt like just garb my hair was garbage like my hair was just a matted gross and i and obviously the person cutting my hair is like cool tatted you know like and i'm meeting them for the first time and i have this mask on and all i have is this all i have to show for myself is just this crumpled up fumple and we're flies buzzing around it very much like it it felt like that for sure and so then she washed it and like ran the comb in very hard and <laughs> was just, you know, and I, um, the first thing that I asked her was, how was your Christmas? <laughs> and then I, as she was sort of like, why are you asking me that? She said something about like, she doesn't really love the holidays or Christmas. And I'm thinking, I know she, she probably will ask me the same thing, and I don't even know what happened at Christmas. Why am I bringing at <laughs> Christmas? I'm like, what? Um, yeah, I just felt like, you know, the, there's everybody has days where you feel like even just getting, like, one word out. You posted mm-hmm. about it this morning. Like, getting a word out of your mouth is, like, costing you, like, 40 grand or something. It's like you got to, like – like, you're, like – pushing it up out of your throat and it's not going to come out properly. Yes. Um, yes. And like when you perform, you have more of a relationship with like, okay, now I'm, now I'm in the zone and now we're going to talk and we're going to chat and, and connect. And then you kind of, it's kind of like fucking when you don't feel like it, when you're, this is a couples therapy sort of topic is like you sometimes give your dog a little peanut butter to get him hungry to eat the whole meal. It's like a little bit like, (laughs) You like you gotta you gotta just a little bit do that and then all of a sudden we're having orgasms. But that's uh-huh. but I have those days and times for sure. Just the other day, actually, at our so- at Wolfie's soccer, Shauna was like in a zone and feeling sexy, and I was like wearing again. It's it kind of starts with like what you're wearing and how you're feeling, right? Yeah. Like you're like I'm a frumpy, dumpy, lumpy, <laughs> and Shauna was like sexy, cool fashion, and she was talking to like the there was like celebrities that had their kids there. Um, oh, what's her name? Anyways, and there was like cool really cool parents yeah and shauna started talking to them and wolf and it was at the end of soccer and so wolfie was finished with soccer and he was like standing there like when are we gonna leave and i was like i know and we were just like standing there together and i was very interested in the people i wanted to meet them but like in that moment i just could not even think of how i would what i would say or do i was just like mm-hmm. very much like when's mom gonna stop talking to cool people <laughs> So you were on Friends. How was that experience, <laughs> Jennifer? But I think that's always been consistent, and I've always probably Naomi. You can relate to feeling like 
an outsider in a world that looks and feels different than you. And that gives you this, like the gift of it is this like conditioning to see it from the outside. And so then have like, usually at the very least interesting, if not funny or, you know, fun perspective on it. Yeah. Yeah. The gift is self-awareness that you would not have had otherwise if you were part of the part of the main culture in some way. Yes, totally. Yeah, that's the I think the gift of like being queer in any way. Like even like Andy, if you're like the kind of guy that was not if this might be true about you that you're like a different kind of dude than the dudes that were like the traditional athletic whatever yeah. like <laughs> yes yeah we I'm talk assuming about if all you're the like on the show if you're like yes. capping off your day with a comic book um <laughs> after after like the instinct of doing dishes you are like i always i think of queerness as like just this broad sort of like otherness and i think it is it is this gift of like that's like kind of the passport for me for like a true connection with me is just like that you understand that the like makeup of the world is and and not just that you understand that you firsthand understand how the makeup Mm -hmm. of the world is like tilted and yeah Yeah, i was weird a jew growing up in white hood country you know Mm-hmm. I've never heard you call it white hood country. Before. I was trying to come up with a different. I, like I want to keep saying that, like, just say clan country, clan country. I know. I was trying to come up with a different. Uh, so they, but you know, the clan really got to update their image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. <laughs> they do. They got to do something fresh, something fun. They should get some fun colors for spring. Don't you think <laughs> the clan? They should have like looks, um, so that way we could kill them quicker. Um, uh, anyway, in uh, 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 communion <laughs> way for country. How's that? Yes. Well, like you were like an other, like being an other. But I think that's what makes you cool is like other because cool is different. Yeah. 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 People are like, where are your horns and your tail? Which is so wild. Did you know people really thought Jews had horns? Like for real, for real? Like in our modern day time, Sabrina? Are you looking at me? Yes, Sabrina. Did you know that people... Thought that? Oh, I thought that you said, did your people. No! And I'm like, honey, how is this flipping over to me? I am not white hood country. <laughs> We're turning the tables on you, Sabrina. I was like, it really feels like she's looking at me, and I feel like she's like, should be looking at someone else. <laughs> no. no, no, but all this, like, all they this. They really thought yeah. that people, that, that Jewish people had horns. Yeah. I mean, not the, I, I mean, I'm being a little facetious, but yes, there is a large contingent of christians throughout history that did believe but even also now like i know i know people who are like oh yeah i was the first jewish person some girl was like i'm looking like she was like staring at her and she's like what's your problem and she's like i i thought you had horns yeah how do you hide what what it's like like, what like in the now times and you shave them down like hellboy (laughs) thank you for referencing (laughs) hellboy that is very good but like this was like i remember that being like in the early aughts it was like what you're out here being like, are there horns? It's like, okay. Well, this is how you know it's a scam with that, where it's like, oh, so even white people aren't the right kind of white. And exactly. then you get down to, then you start seeing like, in. I was just working on um, a show for Rami Youssef about, around his family. And I'm, my father's Pakistani, so I grew up around Islam, but I didn't really know the intricacies of like, I found out that Pakistanis are like the lowest in the totem pole of Muslims. They're like the losers, which I was like, you fucking assholes acted like I was such a dummy for being gay. Meanwhile, you're like not even at the top of the, (laughs) 
but that like you know it, he was well rami was talking about how he, he's egyptian and he's arabic and so the arabic in the arabic community those are the ones that are like the highest up and the most connected i guess the, in their in the in the view of the whatever yeah in the religious view it's like in the religious view the it's like they the speak arabic exactly yeah. so um, but just like that, there's no one, even within, you know, Pakistani Muslims, it's like this person's family can't marry into this, that, that, you know, like all of these mm-hmm. ways that everyone's just like fooling themselves into thinking they're the shit or not the oh. shit. Um, and you know, you know what my catchphrase is again? What? <laughs> no notes! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would connect. I really thought it would connect better, but I, I get that now it seems like I have no notes for a bigotry. <laughs> and you know what my catchphrase is? Shortcut. Shortcut, no notes. Keep on hating. It's just like, you know, what a silly world. Like, uh, how lucky are we to just be weirdos doing what we're doing and being a little bit like we see that it's bullshit. Is there like an official bracket or is there like a, like to some, is there like a card? Um, like a Muslim that, bracket? Yes. In Islam where it shows like the hierarchy and it shows how like here's on top Egyptian. I feel like it would be a pyramid. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> sure, yeah. Absolutely. And I do believe from what I understand, I do believe black Muslims are also down there at the yes. bottom. If you, if you could believe that, um, <laughs> that there's oppression there. Um, but yeah, I mean like, I don't think this is like, um, this was like in a writer's room. I don't think this yeah. is like what um, Muslim people would probably like want everyone to. This is the this is the undercover Muslim <laughs> gossip. Take it from me, a lesbian who hasn't been to a mosque in decades. I've got the scoop. Right, right. A random imam isn't walking around like class being like, everyone. yeah. So um, up here will be uh... <laughs> yeah. Pulls out like a pointer. But I think it like, happens in, in like every religion, right? Of like the Catholics or whatever. It's like who's the good oh, for of sure. the good? Yeah, who's it's the like best? you can't just yeah. join a club. There's like it's all sure. I'm a reformed Jew. And we are looked down upon by Orthodox Jews as not even being really Jewish. Right, 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 right. And so, you're well, to like, be honest, you guys aren't doing it right. <laughs> what? I, because I, I, I wear yarmulkes on my shoulder pad, uh, shoulder pads. <laughs> on my head. No, they look. Right. Your shoulders look incredible, by the way. I like that you do that. <laughs> yeah, they really do define them. Yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel bony. I feel, in fact, I feel like I am in the the light of the Lord. <laughs> the light of the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they're working, giving you statuesque vibes. Wait, should we ask answer some questions? Yes. Because we are yes. so often, we could talk to Sabrina all day, Sabrina. Because people have written us, Hetty. They've called us. They need help. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good. Because I, you know, what my question would have been: <laughs> How was Christmas? <laughs> you guys okay. like Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> How was your last 4th of July? All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dear listeners, 
Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual, but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. With Sabrina Jalise. I'm so happy to be here. We've talked about so much and we're about to get into more. (laughs) 
Now, Sabrina, we got questions from all over yeah. from yeah. Gmail mm-hmm. and voicemail and okay, Instagram name dropper. And Twitter. <laughs> all the platforms. Mm. Okay, we got about all the platforms. <laughs> TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Friendster. Scooter Hop. <laughs> That's caviar. the... Caviar, Postmates. DoorDash. We get questions from DoorDash. We get questions from Uber Eats. Would you please read the question? Uh, this first one comes to us. Anonymous from an Instagram direct message. Okay. Hi, oh. Andy, Naomi, and special guest. That's you. That's you. I tried leaving a voicemail since I know that's your preference, but it was too long and cut me off. So I try to keep this short and sweet in a direct message. My husband and I have been. Yes. You keep I'm saying direct message instead DM. of DM. <laughs> There was a direct message. Okay, continue. Uh, my husband and I have been separated for almost two years since right before the pandemic. We have two little kids and have been together seven years before the separation. It has been really, really messy and very traumatic. Mm. Throughout it all, we have remained intimate because folks got needs, and I'm not going into the streets. That especially is so during the pandemic, interesting. To fulfill them. <laughs> Why? Imagine it's like we have problems, but we can't stop fucking. It's been seven years, and we just can't stop fucking. <laughs> wild keep going well maybe they got sexual chemistry but still if it, I guess, if but it was like, terrible and traumatic this person said traumatic in the previous sentence maybe they're hornier than they are traumatized well all right i do feel like if i left shauna we'd be that'd be like a very sexy move <laughs> that would be like the sexy that'd be the sexiest thing i could do would be like i'm out of here she'd be like seriously <laughs> fuck me <laughs> Sorry, finish, 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 finish. finish. It's too much. Sorry, I'm trying to spice things up through separation. Okay, I didn't expect him not to start dating, but I did tell him to let me know if he wants to be intimate with anyone else because I'm not about that life. Well, last year, while he was begging me to come back, I discovered he was, in fact, sleeping with a coworker of his. He swore up and down he broke it off. Fast forward to this year, he and I are still going back and forth and even talking about reconciling in May. He changes his mind. We're still sleeping together with regularity and a separate coworker of his mess of his messages me to tell me he's still with that gal. Okay, wow. So other coworkers getting involved. Mm-hmm. This is very messy. Here's it sounds like also all. the messy of it. Yeah, you go. Here's the question. Go. Should I message her and let her know he's been lying? I feel bad for her. One, for her feelings, but two, for her health, because I have herpes and there's no way he's telling her. As of last year, I know he never got it from me, but of course he could at any time and she is being put at risk without her knowing it. I thought about keeping it short and sweet and just the facts, so at least she knows to go get tested. I would want to know if I were in her shoes. I'm sorry, and this still might be too long. Oh, and uh, oh, yes, and please keep it anonymous. You don't have to worry about that. I love your pod so much it has kept me company during my long commute to work. P.S. Oh, here's an addendum because I know you all like some deets. My best friend, who has yet to be wrong about anything, thinks I shouldn't tell the girl because she's worried about the abusive backlash I'll receive from my ex. Okay, so first of all, what we know from that last addendum, which was very important, is that you should not be with your ex. Um, so that's great. So we can definitely jump off knowing, you know, instead of living in the dread of like, Oh, how are we going to make this work? No, you live in the joy of no notes, freedom. It is a brave new fresh world shortcut into brand new chapter. (laughs) You've got kids with him and it's great that you are interested in keeping up a relationship with him, but shifted into non-sexual and, I don't, I mean, like, is he, 
I would assume you would have shared more about the scary nature of who he is if the abuse was like a true real threat, but I don't, you know, like proceed with the caution that you need to keep your family safe. I do think you should tell the woman I would. Um, and at the same time, keep yourself safe. Like that last part is spooky. Exactly. That last part. I know it's so funny when people are like, I know you love deets. And I'm like, this is the most crucial detail of all. Yeah. Because you're talking about reconciling. Like we've talked about reconciling and we're on and off again, but is there, you know, but does he have this like nasty streak, you know, this, uh, you know, combative, whether that is just, not just, I'm saying whether that is emotional or mm. physical or verbal. It's like, we don't know how that pans out. And because you do have children with this person, they're going to be in your life regardless. So you need to keep the interaction copacetic. I understand what you were saying. It's like, hun, you got to go find somebody vaxxed and just have some sex with them instead. This is not yes. like, I, maybe in the pandemic, honey, we were all lonesome and bored. But now, you yeah, have, you need still a in the pandemic. <laughs> I know, but like, if you got a vax and a booster, you can find somebody else. Who's and I almost feel person. like, is this a scenario where you've broken up because he was lying to you before, um, not acting right? Maybe there's a touch of like, whether it's emotional or whatever, like it was an abusive relationship on your end. And because of the dynamic where this person has power over you and it's not a balanced relationship, you have kept up the sexual aspect of it so that he could still sort of claim you. And that just doesn't sound great. And now it's probably it would be great to start thinking about ways to build safety and security and boundaries for yourself so that you can really like stand in in yourself knowing that like this is a this separation means that you get to start again. And how can you do that without this person making you feel like you belong to them? Mm hmm. And if you are kind of like in a bit of like an addicted sort of pattern to um, to having this relationship that's imbalanced, like it doesn't yeah. sound like you want to have an open relationship. It sounds like you want to to find someone who's going to be loyal to you. That's that's the way the message reads. Like mm-hmm. this is like this is actually the it's great that you separated and it's actually great that he's interested in someone else. And yeah. And the primary is that you know that you can recognize that and start moving forward for for like a positive, healthy, honest relationship with someone that you can model for your kids and have for yourself. Um, and then the secondary thing, like truly you caring about the health of this other person is probably somewhere deep inside. It's you maybe wanting to like warn that person that this person that they're with is a bit of a trap. But, like, that's not your job, and that person's probably, like, beyond the the risk of herpes, that person's at risk of waste, not wasting, but, like, going down a path that might not lead to them being in a balanced, healthy relationship as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andy, would you would you reach out to somebody if you knew that they were in a situation where it's like, okay, I know that person is cheating or I know that person has an STI or I know, you know what I mean? Like, would you do that for somebody? Um, just a stranger? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, because really, it's somebody she doesn't she doesn't really know. So it's like to be no, but she is connected to it. She's connected to it, and she knows what it is to have. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want this person. I wish someone did this for me. Probably is what she's saying. Yeah, I if if I was in her position, if it was just a uh, like someone I like a friend of mine was cheating on their wife, I don't know what I would do. I don't like I it's. Part like you know these are like these complicated moral questions. It's like what is your place to say something in these, in these things? How much of it? I wonder how much of this is her, is like feelings about her ex and there being like jealousy or there being like anger and how much is a desire that this woman should know that the man she's sleeping with could have herpes possibly. I think they're one and the same. I think it could be the sense of, you know, because the thing is, I think it could be like both like he lied and how we make sure he doesn't just get to lie is for me to tell this other person both. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you see what I'm saying? Because it's like, because she goes, hey, I, I, I'm aware that you are sleeping with him, um, but I am as well. And I would like you to know that at the very least I got the herp. So you might want to work it out. And that just that now everyone knows what everyone's doing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't really know. I mean, I've been cheated on before, but, like, I don't know. And people have, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, people told me or what the knowledge was. I think the dynamic here, you you guys, like, tapped into this. Andy, you were saying, like, is it that she's, is it this jealousy that she, like, is, like, if I tell the girl, then she'll be mad at the guy, and then the guy will be back to being mine, and I'll have blown up his other thing that he was trying to hide from me. There is probably that element to it. But then there's also the element of, like, if someone had told me, then maybe I wouldn't have gotten herpes, and this is something that now I have to struggle with, and I want to do that for that person. Why did the and then there's also get involved? Oh, yeah, the third coworker. Yeah, the other coworker. Why did they get involved? And that sent... Because they work at T-Mobile and those people talk. <laughs> well, they bought somewhere, definitely. But, I, but also, too, at the top of the email, and it's like I took Andy's phone because I was looking because, you know, they're saying here, it's been really, really messy and very traumatic, this entire yes. process of breaking up. Yes. And, you know, when we talk about messy, this is messy. You going and talking to a person that you don't personally know to disclose information that her sexual partner has not disclosed. What do you is do though, messy? What do you do though when it's a it actually is a health concern? Like this is not like a like she's not just going to the like yeah, whatever like, like he's whatever, like, whatever, with me. No, she has yeah. a valid. Yeah. She has what, a valid. I my read is that it's like the, what you just said about what she said about this relationship is the question that you're asking is secondary to the answer that anybody should be giving you. And I'm sure your best friend has told you this, that this is this relationship. The bigger answer here is to walk away from this relationship that you've been back and forth on that Mm -hmm. has been messy and traumatic. Even if you guys belong together and his arc is to grow and change and be a better man and come back to this like nuclear family that you dreamed of. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be from pushing through this messy time and telling this person this and telling that person that, I mean, that is a separate question. And my answer is, I don't know. It, it, it the, the abuse aspect of it is spooky. And Naomi, you're like right about that being a messy thing to like then get involved in whatever his other side thing that he's lying about is. But 
if you felt safe enough and the objective was to distance yourself anyway, then like if he's mad at you and doesn't want to see you and doesn't want to be kind to you because you disclosed this to someone, then it's kind of like fits in the flow of the journey of leaving anyway. Yeah. At the yeah. same time, you've got to, you've got to have a relationship with this person that you're like co-parenting with. So it's, yeah. it is very complicated, but the least complicated part of it is that intuitively, I think all three of us feel that starting fresh and starting to work on how your world looks without this person, um, in outside of the co-parenting aspect mm -hmm. is yeah. the best way forward. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. you're right. That's right. I think you're right. But that, sorry, tell, tell the per Tell the tell the woman about herpes or not. That part, that last sort of mic drop of like, my best friend says he's abusive, is like that's very. I know. I know. That's a huge factor because we're just like on a podcast, loling, and right. in reality, if he is someone that like seeks vengeance in ways that's dangerous for you and your family, it's. I don't think it is. Then don't. It. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 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 Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess this is a is one of those moral things where you have to like figure out what's the greater harm. Is this mm -hmm. woman's health or the health of you and your children when right. it comes to this abusive ex? Right. And they didn't say what kind. Right. Of they abuse. didn't specify. Like, and it was it was again an after, but like you know you know the answer to that person who wrote in, and you will then do what you need to do based on what you know to be true about yes. him. If you think if you truly want to think that this woman is in danger, and that is the that is that danger is more harmful than you know if, if like it's just like your ex like uh, yelling at you or mm -hmm. whatever right which is not yeah. great but i'm just saying that like someone's health is probably more right. important than yeah. being yelled at then i would probably right. tell the person yes do we have time for another yeah we do why don't we do of course we do this is a seven hour <laughs> podcast i've brought snacks i've yeah. got a sleeping bag yeah i've got uh, seven more stories of miscarriage that turned into babies <laughs> <laughs> Seven. I have a I have a doctor coming in, and she's going to give me notes, and I'm going to berate her on this podcast. <laughs> oh, that would oh, be this, healing. Yeah, this is an award winning episode. Yeah, with <laughs> berating a doctor. Okay, let's do this one. Hey guys, I have a question. Okay, so I have I dated this guy. Okay, I moved to New York in 2013. Started dating this guy. We dated for five years and lived together for four and a half of those years. <laughs> we eventually split up um, because I just ultimately I realized that he wasn't my person and it's been three years now. So we dated for five years. We've been separated for three years. I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think it's, I would love to reach out to him to hang out, maybe grab a beer just catch up, see where life is at. I have no desire to get back together. Um, but I miss our friendship. Basically, I would like to know, do you guys think, is it okay to catch up with an ex after so much time if you have no intention of getting back together? Or is that is it better to leave well enough alone? Hmm. Should I reach out, hang out, see what he's up to, or is that 
potentially giving him false hope. Like I said, it's been three years. I am just genuinely curious what he's up to and stalk him on Instagram. <laughs> curious what your thoughts are on <laughs> reaching out to someone after so long with no intention of starting a relationship, but just with like, do you guys reach out to your exes? <laughs> no. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I've shifted my view on this, but what do you mm-hmm. guys say? Uh, I mean, like, my first college girlfriend and I, like, we're still, like, in contact. We were in a band together, and, you know, sometimes I put the music up online. Smashing Pumpkins, I know. It's, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yes, you, you definitely know Darcy Retsky, the bass player. from. <laughs> but, like... But, like, so we're in contact. We, like, follow each other on Instagram. But we don't, like, contact each other to, like, catch up, really. I am sure, like, if we we're in the same city, we might, like, grab coffee. Would you be okay with that, Naomi? Oh, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you, but I'm like, <laughs> Naomi would, would fuck you, you about it. <laughs> Naomi would be like, this is the kink. <laughs> but I'm like, why would you even, like, that? because when you said that, I'm like, would you even get coffee? Just I don't like, know. What I'm would just you like, saying for well, an hour not? when you haven't talked to someone for so long. We're friendly. This is what I think. We form these connections with people because there is a bond that that lasts beyond what happens to break the people up in, from their sexual partnership. It is these are people that like, and some it's like case by case. Some people like I've got exes. I mean. I, <laughs> Shauna would laugh. She'd be like, do you have plural exes? Um, <laughs> but like, I've been, I like, you know, basically had like maybe three relationships before Shauna. And like the first one I tried to stay in contact with, but it was kind of like a weird situation. Weird age gap started with an affair was just like not. And she was clearly like, I'd like to leave you in my past. And I was like, I'll still text you. Um, and then the one right before Shauna was like, I really thought that it was going to be like this, the big relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I moved, I thought they were going to move with me and they ended up cheating and leaving. And it felt very deceitful and I felt very like sad about it. But in the end, it actually brought me to Shauna mm-hmm. and my perspective actually from Shauna and Shauna being friends with her exes. And first I was very like, um, <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but like I sort of evolved into realizing like, oh no, these are, are people that we care about and pretending like we don't care about them is actually a little bit more of like giving that relationship power than, mm-hmm. than the catch up. And like, I do care about my ex and I, now I like the, she's got a family and I've got a family and there's always like a little bit, I think when you get broken up with, there's a little bit of like, well, look at my cool skateboard. And of course I'm doing great without you. Like there's like, <laughs> um, Oh, do you have, Oh, you've got a, a trampoline when mine's bigger. I don't know why I'm living in this like weird trampoline um, and skateboards. I just, I think I didn't want to say the anything X-Games. real. Um, <laughs> Ooh, the X um, so I just, Games. Yes. The X Games. X-X. It is, you know, a little bit of, of that, but but really it's mostly like just wanting to stay connected to someone that you sincerely in your heart hope is doing well. Yeah. And I think it sounds like this person is very hesitant because they have a sense that that person is still feeling lonely and maybe pining for them. And maybe 
if you are really worried that it's going to like activate something in their heart, then hold off till they're dating someone. But also like, I think it's totally fine to be like, Hey, I still think about you because I care about how you're doing. I would love to catch up. And I'm, you could even pretend you're dating someone. Like if you don't want it to go there. Well, you could just say right in the email or text or whatever, just being like, uh, you know, been wondering how you, how your last four years or your, how your pandemic has been. Um, would you be down for a platonic hang or like, you know, a sexless ketchup? Whatever you cute, funny <laughs> Don't way. Don't say sex in it. I do not say it that phrase. Make it I fun. know my catchphrase is no notes, but leave the word <laughs> sex out of it. <laughs> without a kink, because, without be- any of our kinky play. <laughs> <laughs> but because the one thing I will say is like the one thing that, uh, they said in this call was like, I don't want to give him false hope. That's the yes. one little nugget. And you just mentioned at the end too, where it's like, okay, Oh, that's a little different. So you broke up with him and now uh-huh. you haven't told us, is this person in a relationship? Do you get the sense that this person still likes you to me? If y'all haven't spoken in four years, he might've moved on pretty yeah. good chance that if you have not spoken, right. That it's like those feelings have dissipated. Or, or like, have you seen, has he made a YouTube video and you saw it and you saw a shrine to yourself right, in, the in the background? Exactly. Then maybe don't. Then maybe don't. But I just think it's like, so I think it's, you could try it. Me personally, I don't talk to exes dead to me. I, at all, like I do not engage at all. And I, and, but I think in part though, it's different. Like, cause for me, I mean, the longest relationship I've ever been in was eight months. You know what I mean? Before, before Andy. So it's like, it's not like I have these people where we have a whole long, like we had a life together and it was almost always me being into them and them not wanting a relationship. So it's like, I don't want to revisit that whatsoever. I don't want to see you again. I don't want to know you. I hope you saw me on Netflix and that's about it. Okay. I don't even want to know your life. I, I, if you're thriving, I don't want to know. That's what I say, Sabrina. If you're thriving, really, I don't know. each and every one of them, you say like you don't even care what is going on in their life. It's like once I turn around and I close the door, that door is closed. Every now and then, there are people certainly that I do think about and I do wonder, but I would never, I would never, I don't even let myself like look them up, you know, online to see. Let alone reach out to them to go, hey, just wondering how you are. I wouldn't do it, even though you're thriving. Yeah, I would I say I'm, ge- you know, I'm guessing that the love then wasn't I'm guessing that the like spark and the love then was not that great with these people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't want to date me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's like but like if you were like, hooking up with someone for a while or you know knew them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I mean the hookups could... like someone that's that's like you're hooking up with that's sort of like passing you by and not giving you the right. time. It's like yeah fuck you. I mean that's obviously like I'm going to judge you for not seeing the value in me and so like right. i don't need to revisit this but i mean someone that you spent years with formative years i know i thought about it like i have a couple i have like a co- couple college boyfriends where they're you know i'm like huh i wonder how they're doing or you what's thought going about on. it uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, i think like, you guys should open up your marriage it sounds like you're really <laughs> like you would thrive <laughs> but it's like but I, it never is like enough for me to actually do anything you know like, I just don't, yeah. the impulse is not strong enough, even though there are people where I'm like, yeah, I think it also has, my point, I mean, such a long story short of like, I think you can reach out, just, you know, making it clear that you're just trying to have a platonic hang, and then you just see what happens. If he doesn't respond, then that's your answer. What's the If he impulse? says, no, thank you, that's your answer. 
Do you know what I mean? What's the impulse to do this besides curiosity? I think she cares about she cares about this person. Yeah. I mean, there is like a little bit of the tone of the voice that I'm like, are you? Does is the secret like is the undertone like? I'd like some attention. <laughs> you know, if that's the vibe, if I've tapped into something, then that shouldn't be the motivator. But I think that it's, the other, you know, the other option is that you spent five years with this person and now it's been years and you wonder how they're doing. And you, you know, I, I don't think it always has to be about like um, the idea that like if you've been lovers and then you see each other again, it's all about like, okay, are we rekindling? Right, or what? Right, right. You know, it's like right. it ended and now you're in different places, but it's still like, you know, does he work? Um, does he work for Madison Square Garden and he could get you tickets and you want to keep that connection up? <laughs> does he um, have a huge trampoline? Absolutely. Mm. That you can just go visit. Time. Does this person have a pool? Sure. Do you want sure. that fridge? <laughs> Nick's tickets and a trampoline. That's yep. the that's yep. the deciding factor in this. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna say? Don't do it. Wow. I'm okay. gonna say. Oh my okay. god. Wow. 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 I'm gonna say that. You know, it's. It's done. And if you guys haven't been in contact and there's no real reason to be in contact, then why bother? Yeah. Find some new friends or find a new lover. Yeah. 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 I agree. You know me. I'm like, I don't know. I just don't make meaningful attachments, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. Jesus Christ. Hi, oh, kitty guys. Hi, kitty. So he was so disgusted, y'all. He was uh, so <laughs> disgusted. Um, but yeah, he's anyway. like, I'm glad that's how you're just identifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, you know, there's Naomi. I'm litigious and do not form meaningful attachments. <laughs> that's how I identify. There, yeah, if I get the, close, like... I can't sue. <laughs> There's the 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 comedic persona that Naomi puts out sometimes that is like not the truth, and so I like sometimes bristle at that. Okay, yeah, because you know, because you know that as soon as this podcast is done recording, Naomi's gonna look straight into your eyes and be like, "Care for a little soul Soda. gazing?" <laughs> Sabrina, soul gazing. Oh my goodness. No, oh because gosh. I know. Yes, I know that she is very loving, and so. Yeah, but you know, I, I think in my mind though, I think because, again, I did have a lot of experience wanting people who didn't want me. I've had like friendships, and I was like very much an intense friend, especially when I was younger. I think there is yeah. a part of me now that really has, not overcorrected. Because I think now it's right. Now that we're like of a certain age where everyone's got like lives and families, and like to be friends is to see somebody every three months. But I've really just kind of come to just like let people go. Like if if I don't hear from you or see you, I'm just like, okay, that person didn't want to hang. Like I and I try to just like just like not think about it. You know? I don't know. Anyway. It's got sad. I'm s- listen, I am standing here and looking at you and telling you I am hugging the tiny child that <laughs> loved too hard and too passionately. And you know what I'm doing? I'm saying, return my fucking phone call if that's your persona. <laughs> okay? I've certainly called you and not gotten a call back. <laughs> so it's a little sugar and spice with me. <laughs> yeah. And Naomi, you know how it hurts not to get a call back. 
That's true. That's true. You're trying to book it. You're trying to book this friendship. You want that call <laughs> yes. back. I get it. I get it. But I'm like, you're too busy being like fabulous. You know what I mean? Like you guys are around here being just like caramel colored fabulous. The family I mean, is out here. You guys are, you guys, I am going to post <laughs> Sabrina Wolfie and Shauna's Old Navy ad mm-hmm. because it is something I saved to my phone. Oh my god! Yeah, you should. My favorite. Re- you should release this as if you're interviewing the whole family and just uh, <laughs> the impression will be that I didn't let anyone talk. <laughs> oh yeah, they were there. Yeah, they, they were, were all there. there. They sat silently. Um, strangely, Shauna yeah. said nary a word. <laughs> Every time they went to talk, you would just put your finger to your lips and be like, uh, 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 uh. This is daddy's word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sabrina, thank you so much. Thank you so I much thank you. for I thank coming. You. Sabrina. Thank you. You know what I got to say about you being on the show? No notes. Yes. <laughs> I do I I do love the hypocrisy of me being like and nobody should tell anyone anything and then the actual like premise of the show is like people are gonna write in and ask us <laughs> questions about their lives and we're like no you don't get back together with your ex and you don't even talk to them <laughs> look it was just an idea you don't have to listen to me that's what i say right well you know Listener. i say I, I say pretend like it never existed burn everything <laughs> that reminds you of him i, I say, say we don't wait till you're in it this is what i actually say to everyone wait till you're in a great mood you just got great information you're in that heartbeat zone okay yeah. then get your rolodex out and call everyone that's wronged you in your past <laughs> and and call with the most generous energy I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't even want to talk about myself, but I did get a couple great, um, yeah, I got a good haircut and um, I do have to get going, but it's been so nice to catch up and just take that, take that bouncy, bouncy, cool boy day and uh-huh. just spread it wide. Yes. And then on the days where, you know, the words aren't coming out, you keep your little trap shut and you lay in your bed and you let your fingers smell like pussy and you watch TV. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina. That's how you ended it. Thank you. you. See you all next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.